Hello, hello. Hello, everybody. It's Friday, first day of spring. We're broadcasting from Brooklyn via Zoom, practicing social distancing. I'm in my restaurant, Della, on Prospect Avenue in Brooklyn, New York, in the Windsor Terrace section. And today I have my neighbor from across the street, Sylvie Bertrand, who owns Le Paddock. We are coming to you live from the front lines. How are you, Sylvie? You there? I am here. Thank you. Hi. Right. I wish so I could wave to you directly, but there's this big... There's a McDonald's paper truck facing. in front of us. <laughs> but they gave us pizza boxes for the pizza to go, so I'm not... Yeah, you can't complain. Yeah. So we're literally across the street from each other, sitting in our windows about, I don't know, what is it, 40 yards away from each other in our respective restaurants? For sure. Yeah. Um, So (sighs) bear with us if there's uh, issues with audio, uh, visuals, we're we're trying some new stuff, everyone. Um, This will all be available via YouTube, Spotify. Uh, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, so on and so forth uh, after the show if you're having trouble seeing it right now. But if you'd like to watch live, you could watch uh, on Facebook. If you look up Talk Alternative Broadcasting, you can also listen live at talkradio.nyc. We are taking phone calls if you'd like to call in as well. I'll give you that phone number in a moment. It's 212-721-8183. And, uh, yeah, it'll be a little different for a little while, I think, for a lot of people and a lot of things. I'm going to start with the message of the week. This is more of a sentiment. It's something that I heard as a kid, and uh, it's really been playing through my head a lot now. Um, This could apply to a person, uh, a thing, or in our case, our business, and it's it's better to have loved and lost than never to have loved at all. That's true. <laughs> what do you think about that, Sylvie? <laughs> I mean, we're hanging there. As, as you say, you know, it's going to be a different life for a while. And now we've been feeling the love from the community. I'm sure you have to. It's right. a small, Winter Terrace is a small community. It's not a yep. dense Winter community. Terrace in the house. Yeah. And uh, people have been coming by asking, you know, if they could help emailing us helping us buying gift certificate sending tips for the waiters and all that you know so it's been really touched i've been very touched we've all been touched by that right and it, it kind of gives you know the sense of okay we've been here for some years now and it's, it's uh yeah of course we belong you know to this community and we're going to do our best as you do also to survive this right that's going to be the main goal to survive so that at the end there we will be again right and we won't be gone so right right i mean there's like you know the the virus that people are fighting and then there's like this virus that uh society is fighting right it's like communities uh the infrastructure what what's going to be left because at the moment there's there's no clear indication of how long this will last for there's no clear indication for any kind of assistance or or a lifeline especially for smaller businesses like yours and mine that we live on the we live on the edge of existence anyways right (laughs) it's like yeah we're always like just like a a water pipe breaking away from going under you know and this is this is a this is a lot bigger than that this is a like a major flood we're always on edge but in a way it's also like we're always kind of in crisis mode right (laughs) i mean that's how i feel i just always feel like i'm i wake up every day expecting you know just about the worst to happen and if it doesn't and we finish the day well then i'm like oh okay we'll try again tomorrow but uh, every day i you know kind of approach things with that uh mentality just so that i'm not surprised although i'm surprised (laughs) right now (laughs) a little bit (laughs) A yeah, I mean, it's, it's a, such an unpredictable business, you know, the rest yeah. of it. I've been in it for all my life and I'm yeah, used to here. always having to think, okay, a snowstorm is going to happen, an election is going to happen, this is going to happen, somebody won't show up, the subway not working, there's always something. Right, there's always something. Yeah. To make it happen. And then, uh, but this is beyond all, all that for sure. But yeah. in a way, our small business are very well equipped to adapt to right. this. We're like kind of, cause we're hustlers, we're survivors, yeah, right? right? To begin with. 
So that's the plus. I mean, I think we can adjust. We're used to have to adjust to whatever right. is thrown at us, you know, on a daily basis and be like, okay, how do we go about that now? But at the same time, I feel like from what I hear about what the kind of help we could use for sure that we, we will need, you know, the help, not from just the people, but right. from the government or from the state. Yeah. People, they don't understand what a small business is in a way. Right, right. <laughs> you know, they don't, they don't have a sense of what it is. And we do live paycheck to paycheck, just like. Right. We're still blue collar workers. It looks nice. Right? I, yeah. It looks like, yeah, we're a restaurant owner and now we're a restaurateur or whatever. But at the end of the day, every night, I'm sure you do the same thing. Every week on Sunday, you sit down, you mm -hmm. count the money you made that you're going to have in the bank and you write all the checks. And that's it. You paid everything and you move on to the next week. And sometimes uh, there's sometimes there's nothing left. <laughs> have, there's nothing left. We have to junk, you know, to juggle with like some bills. And and I think everything that comes to us in terms of for now, in terms of like help for small business doesn't take that into consideration. So that's a bit disheartening. Yeah. And I've been doing a lot on my social media about like, you know, petitions and Right. Make people aware of what it is to own a small restaurant. Yeah. You know, just just make people aware of what it is. You know, it looks fun and it is fun, of course. It is fun. It, it's totally fun. But you, you have to understand that we are living, like you say, it's like a one broken pipe away from, mm -hmm. from having to close, you know, yeah. which is insane. And now they're now they're all broken. <laughs> right. All the pipes are broken. Um, exactly. you, you said something that that really resonates with i think just all entrepreneurs too where you were saying like we're hustlers and we're we're used to the kind of the chaos and and always finding like my understanding of entrepreneurship is someone who sees a need uh, a void you know something that that people are are asking for people that people need help with and entrepreneurs are the ones who are willing to take the risk not knowing mm -hmm. what what it exactly is going to be but just knowing having the confidence first of all right. that they'll that they can that they can pull it off and then right. being creative finding the resources to to executing it and delivering it so for, again for us it's, it's almost like in a way it's almost a normal day because <laughs> because there's always something crazy happening and we get we just get it from all angles, right? It's like we're getting right. it from the customer side. We're getting it from the vendor side. We're getting it from the um, city side, you know. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say the, the federal, the state, and the city side. I mean, it's just, yeah. and then and then the natural side too. Like you were saying, right. like whether it's like a a snowstorm or a tornado, we're like affected by by all of it. And but we're kind of used to it in a way as well, where um, we're we're always we're always being asked to be more resilient each and every day. And and I'm not saying that other, other occupations don't have that, but it's, I think it's, uh, it's inherent <laughs> to, I mean, I think, to entrepreneurship yeah. and small business ownership. Right. You're just, you're just always on the front lines and, and, and you're used to taking, taking strikes. I keep saying now we're going to see it's a little kickboxing reference too, because I got my kickboxing shirt on, but, uh, we're going to see who's got a tough chin now, you know, who, who can take a, who can take a, a good solid punch and right. continue. This is going to test so many people um, in, in ways they, they never imagined. I mean, I'm feeling it already. I'm sure you are too. Yeah. And I want to say, I mean, you're right to mention that, in, I mean, many other businesses or occupation are going to have, you know, feel the heat, of course, the, how the nursing, you know, the nursing, the hospital, you know, the hospitals, the doctors, anybody who's related in any way yeah. to the healthcare is going to feel it. Oh, crazy. And, you know, and then you have people picking up garbage still and doing all the work they have to do. So it's not just our oh, poor us. No, restaurant. no, cops, you know, firemen. Think, yeah, yeah, all of that. I mean, the one thing with the restaurants is that we always put a good face on it because that's part of the job. Yeah, you, you have, have to. to. First day of training, right? Leave your emotions at the door, like no matter no what's attitude, going on. attitude, yeah. resolve the issue. And, you know, because that's what you sell is that good attitude. Yeah. So especially people, again, like small business, Nick, based only on local support. You know, it's, we're not like a destination. You're not. A, yeah, Windsor Terrace right. is not a destination. I know. <laughs> There's no tourist. You know, it's just us trying to make sure we kind of, Provided something, as you say, like that provides a need for the community, right? Which we both did in our different ways. Yeah. 
And, and I that, think, go ahead, go ahead. No, I think the plus just to be like optimist, because I don't want to be all <laughs> gloomy about the whole thing. Yeah. And because of what we do here, I think and I'm very confident that no matter what happens, let's say, you know, now we're both doing takeout and delivery stuff. And let's say we're not allowed to do this anymore or we can't right. because it's not sustainable. I'm very confident we're going to be able to come back regardless yeah. and that people will be there because that's the thing. You know, we don't depend on on random people to walk by and right. discover us. Right. Now we, we just the people will still be around. They will be like, I'm assuming very happy to go at either bar to have a freshly made cocktail served oh, in a regular yeah. glass with the right <laughs> garnish. I kind of yeah. like the plastic cups though. They're, they're growing on me. <laughs> I mean, people will get used to that. You can just drink you know, your plastic cups. And they get to walk down the street with it. There's, yeah. I mean, so you said something else that that's really interesting. It's like people, we, we sell experiences, we sell right. food, but like first and foremost, we sell, we sell a feeling, we sell a, a, a certain freedom almost where when you come in, it's like, okay, now I can relax. I can, I can not think about things. I can, I can sit back and have some food and beverage and enjoy time with somebody or alone, whatever your, your, your pleasure is. And, and just experience that freedom for a little while. And, and I think people are going to still want slivers of that. They're going to want, uh, shreds of that through this tough time like things are you know people are are distance and people love especially around here we know these people right they they enjoy a good night out and a good drink and and they're not getting that but people are still craving that sense of normalcy yeah. and if they yeah if they don't completely put the kibosh on all of our operations for those of you that are listening that aren't aware you know we're in brooklyn new york and in new york city uh all restaurants are are um, limited to takeout only. So you can come pick your food up or we can deliver it. The governor and the state has allowed for cocktails to go for the first time, probably in a long, long time. So we can, you know, we can do that, but, um, we, you know, we, we have to have minimal staff. You can see Sylvie's, uh, chairs are up My behind are her up. and, you know, you can't, you can't have anybody coming in and, uh, you, you can, you know, you, you, we're all alone inside and then the people have to take it and go go sit at home and, and eat it with either the, their families or just alone. And it's, a, it's, it's a little eerie, it's a little creepy, but at the same time, I, it is offering people this, this sense of like, okay, I still get to participate in some of the things that I did before. It helps us, it gives us, of you know, course. the opportunity to survive it, yeah. because we all want to be here <laughs> when this is, this is all over and you're right once once things settle back down people are going to they're going to want to get right back to the, especially the people that they remember the people that they have connections to which are businesses like yours and mine um they're going to want to come right right back to that and, and get back to that sense of normalcy right um we're going to take a, a quick little break here sylvie so sure. just stay with us everybody and uh, we'll be back in just a few minutes okay You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Do you run or are ready to open your own business? Hi, I'm Jeremiah Fox. I've been operating and opening small business for the last 25 years, and I'm the host of the new show, The Entrepreneurial Web. Tune in every Friday at noon Eastern time for insights and stories on the nuances of running small business right here on Fridays at noon, talkradio.nyc. Are you a conscious co-creator? Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness? I'm Sam Leibowitz, your Conscious Consultant. And on my show, The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, we will touch upon all these topics and more. Listen live at our new time on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time. That's The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, Thursdays, 12 noon on talkradio.nyc. Talking Alternative Radio. 
24 hours a day. Okay, everybody, we're back. You're listening to The Entrepreneurial Web. I'm your host, Jeremiah Fox, with my guest, Sylvie Bertrand, who owns Le Paddock Restaurant, which is directly across the street from my own restaurant, Della, on Prospect Ave in the Windsor Terrace section of Brooklyn. Uh, we are doing everything through Zoom. Bear with us. We're trying to work all the bells and whistles out. This is the first time we've done it this way, uh, completely remote. I know the uh, Facebook Live video is not coming up right now. Um, and I don't see Sylvie right now. Um, I'm here. Oh, you're here. I just don't okay. see you. Okay. Uh, oh, no. there you are. Now I see you. Awesome. And the truck is gone, so we can wave each gone. other. Yeah. yeah. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I think it's great you have your chairs up. I think we need to be totally, okay. totally transparent real. and like super real like it's funny you were saying in the last segment um that we always have to we always have to sell the experience and no matter what craziness is going on in our world we just have to smile we just have to be like everything is great welcome to our business we're here to serve you we're here to make you feel great and while i think it's really important to maintain our optimism as long as possible i think now more than ever is also like you said, it's a time to be real. We just got to be straight up with people because that's how we'll, that's how people work together. You know, that's how relationships work well. So it's like you were, you were saying before how we have these connections to people and they're long lasting. And I, I think if we're not getting support from anywhere else, so we have to, we really have to foster those relationships. And if we do, and we do manage to weather this, it'll, it'll also be better for the end result once we're, once we're on the other side. Like the back of the house is finally revealed, you know, because when we yeah. have those crazy <laughs> nights, what we do in the restaurant, but it's like some have those really stressful nights. I'm sure you do, and everything is falling apart in the back. Yeah. Everything is going wrong. And then, but the front, and then you, you're nervous, but you have to hide it. And then people yeah. look at you. And if you share that with, you know, a good customer or a friend, they're like, oh, we wouldn't have, it looks great. Everything looks perfect. Yeah. Everything yeah. is going fine. I'm like, oh my God, you have no idea what's going on in the back. Exactly. So now we're like, the curtain is done. In Curtain's a way. down. You have to see the well, back of the house. We're all in this together, you know, and it's, yeah. it's showing. And, and for us, you know, our kitchen is totally exposed. And I've worked in a number of places <laughs> like that too. So we're, the curtain's been down for a while in terms of that. But yeah, even more so just when we, when we slap that, that smile on when when it's like totally not sincere right <laughs> but just to get through the night and well, I, you have and to I, you have to maintain it you have yeah. to make an order and in I, the front right for yeah the, again for the sake i think we still have to do that but i think it's also a really good time to just be clear with people right. where we're at um on a daily basis i'm i'm trying my best to use social media to do that and, and trying to come up with some other clever ways. Unfortunately, like there's still people walking around like there, we're not on. So I was describing for everybody in the last segment, what the, what the scene is like in New York city and, and people aren't on like house arrest yet. You can still, you can still go be. outside freely. You can take the train. If you want, you can take the bus, you can still get an Uber. Um, all food stores, as far as I understand, food stores have to be open. Like, even if they wanted to shut down, I don't think they can. I think they're being forced, even the well, delis think, and bodegas. Yeah, they will be. Cuomo just talked before we started. And okay, I think I didn't catch he it. is doing something that resembles more and more like what they've done in California, where you yeah. have to. It's not a, in a, he's putting in a very, you know, trying not to get people to panic. Yes, right. stores will be open. Essential workers. I mean, we are still essential workers, actually. Good. Amazing. Like as, as far as I know, delivery service are still allowed. Yeah. So I like, I like being essential. That I like that title. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, so, but the other, the other businesses are all closed down. Like, right retail business right no retail yeah. like clothing stores and all that that's all i don't know but the wine store maybe i mean i know the they he did say like hairdressers all those businesses that were still open or closed i think it's really right. he has put something that's very basically what has been going right on at this point uh wine stores can still operate so the, the unique situation here 
versus a state like California, all all uh, retail wine sales are regulated by the state. Well, all, right. all alcohol sales are re- regulated by the state. So in a state like California, you can sell alcohol in a grocery store. Right. You sell anything. You sell Tito's vodka or scotch or wine or beer. And in New York, you can only buy uh, wine and spirits from a private with wine a, you store. You have any license, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you, and you cannot sell any food out of that establishment. And then any establishment that can sell food can only sell beer. They can't right. sell wine and they can't sell spirits. So if they go hardcore non-essential, um, then... And, and only food stores can be open than, than liquor stores. But if you if you do a, a poll of the uh, community of Windsor Terrace, they would argue that the wine store is essential. <laughs> More than the food. More know? than the food. Hello. Yes. Yeah, they're like, we'll get by without, without greens. Just give me some red wine, please. <laughs> there's calories. There's antioxidants. There's so many good benefits to it. Yeah. Yeah. So at the moment, that's not the situation, but but all like gyms, like you said, barber shops, like all that stuff, everything else is closed, but there's still people allowed to move around freely. There's still plenty of people in the park. Public transportation is still operating. Um, so people can walk by. I don't know about for you, but I've had a lot more pickup than delivery. People no, we have did actually- way more. And that's really appreciated. I think it really yeah, means that people do huge. understand that we will, you know, first of all, they need to get other house. I think there's that part of, yeah normalcy you were talking about right. people are, are really kind of it's a new normal it's not normal they come in and the chairs are still up you know it's not normal yeah. but to come in and to say hello and we have this weird like arrangement with tables blocking the doorway so people cannot really actually come in yeah and we have those clark's wipes and everything you know right <clears throat> right but, um, <laughs> and sanitizer everywhere <laughs> everywhere you know that's not normal but people have been but i think the idea of and for us to uh they know we make more money basically if they come and pick it up, right? Because the delivery yeah. through Grubhub. I've been very open about they that. They take a big cut, and uh, not even though they have waived the fees, it's not true. They have deferred the fees, so we're still right. gonna have to pay for that, right. you know, which doesn't help. I don't know, but whatever. <laughs> yeah. So if you don't have, because restaurants who don't have their own delivery person use Grubhub yeah. as part of the delivery process as well, which costs money, you know? Yeah. I think people are aware of that, which is great because we had so many people coming in for takeout. So, yeah. many, you know, it's, it's been really amazing. And that's what I was referring to in terms of that transparency. It's like, if you must, sure, use Grubhub. I mean, a friend of mine was like, hey, I want to order from you. I have these credits from Grubhub. And I'm like, well, use them. Then put it through. Yeah, and he was like, I want to support you. But I'm like, yeah, get your credits, man. Of like, course. do it, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah, of course. But if we can be really open and upfront with people like, this is this is where things are at. This is what happens. Where before we just had to be like, oh, yes, of course we're available on Grubhub. Like, yeah. use it. But like, it would be better if you called me. But right. Right. <laughs> now now we just have to actually be upfront about that and, and really get hardcore survival mode. I mean, there, I'm, I'm, I'm constantly weighing the pros and cons of this whole situation and one of the pros i think is like people will people will have a much more intimate understanding of yeah. the small business community the, the businesses that service them on a regular basis outside of like telecommunications and stuff like that right. you know um after all this and it's something i I've, I've been i mean it's the reason why i participated in the opening of the food co-op you know just to to bring that intimacy to people so people understood more what like what does it really take because what it takes there it that's the same it's the same everywhere else you know as far as everybody else is concerned that's just another store you know we don't there's no such thing as a nonprofit uh grocery store in the united states you know you have this special filing you get but as far as the you know the government's concerned you're just a you're just a store as far as the vendors are concerned you're a store as far as your landlord is concerned yeah you have to pay everything and yeah right right exactly we just charge less and we we work it out but um i i've enjoyed that process of bringing that to, to to the street level so people get a better understanding of that and so hopefully across the board like there's more understanding and more cohesion between the community and businesses because at the end of the day we are trying to provide a service we're trying to fill a void you know so if it's 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 really a crapshoot right when you open a business you're like yeah. you're like i got this thing that i do i'm okay at it i'm gonna put it out to the world and see how they respond and like not everything works right the things that you thought would be like received with open arms sometimes people are like I don't want that. (laughs) They're like, but if you did this and you're like, okay, not really my strong point, but you do it. So it's always this negotiation, but I, I hope people really walk away with a better understanding of that so that we can do a better job of being 
entrepreneurs and small business owners and that the community feels service better. Yeah, I mean, I get it in a way. I think in New York City, we take restaurant for granted. We take corner, and that's all I do. I mean, you know, yeah. I, we just, we, it's just part of our lives. So mm -hmm. we just always um, expect them to be there. And we just, unless you own one, you, I can see how you would just think it's, right. it's running by itself, you know, and right. you come and it looks packed. Oh, it's making a lot of money. You know, right. they don't realize. <laughs> They're doing great. <laughs> I heard that many times and yes. the practice as you are too in your place and we're with Gregory here, my partner, we're here every night after yeah. eight years. That's because, you know, we don't really have the overflow of money coming in to pay managers, for example. Yeah. And, and we no like way. to be here, but it's, there's, there's that big thing that uh, people are often not aware that I think that awareness would be wonderful. Uh, but I get it too. I, I get the fact that small restaurants are such an integral part of New York City, of the community, yeah. of what people do. And that's why I'm, I'm really, I'm afraid for all of us, not just me or you or- you Yeah, know, no, absolutely. I'm afraid for the whole uh, industry in New York City that has made New York City so unique that it could, as a whole, not really survive that great, right? I mean, it's gonna be hard. A lot of them are closing for good. Right, and that's what I was saying at the beginning. It's like, there's the there's the, you know, the, the health concern of people and, and weathering this storm and surviving, but what it's going to do to the, I, 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 there's, I have a small fear. No, it's more than a small fear. <laughs> I have a fear that it's going to decimate the small business community. And there are going to be so many people that just aren't going to be able to regroup from this, especially if there's no alleviation of standard collectibles, you know, rent and, sales taxes and uh all the just everything you have outstanding because we operate like most businesses on on 30-day terms for a lot of stuff right. and it's just right. we're, we're relying on that that weekly income to to just massage that you know we're like djs the old school right. style with turntables right we're always like it's funny i feel that way right now so i'm broad i'm my video I'm doing from my phone. I've got my laptop open with email. I'm getting text messages on my phone. I'm getting Facebook messages and trying to man the Facebook page. And it's like, chuba, 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 chuba. <laughs> uh, and, and that's, but that's me. like, that's, that's a day in the life of a restaurant owner, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, sorry, I lost my track of thought. I was thinking of 1970s New York and how like all these businesses of, one of the young guys that works for us, we were talking about it the other day, and I was like, it could go back to like the 70s and early 80s where like you walk down a street and just every business is empty. And he goes, man, what good can come of that? And I said, well, hip hop came out of that. <laughs> he was <laughs> like, like oh, okay. and he loves, he loves hip hop. And he was like, damn. And I was like, I know that's kind of where we're at. Like, I feel like personally, if there ain't nothing but a couple sticks left outside when this is all done, I'll roll them together and make something out of it. But I, going back to what I said at the beginning, like I've, I've, I love what I do. I love all the businesses that I've that I've built and helped build, uh, and I, you know, I'm I'm prepared for the loss. I'm pre prepared for that to happen, and and I won't I won't have any regrets that I did it if we lose them. But I'm gonna I'm gonna work my ass off to keep these places open and just roll up the sleeves in a different way. Again, it's the same it's the same obstacles we had before. They just have a different face, right? right. Yeah. yeah, we all have to do it, but we will need yeah. some kind of help and some kind of you know political yeah. will on our right. side to help us do this. I think because it could also go the other way, where oh well, look at this, all those small business are gone, and now we can just have chains, you know, of, of you know, corporate kind of you know. Yeah, um, I mean, I, I think places and I think places like Windsor Terrace. I mean, they would have been here already if they were going to do that, oh. and they don't stand to win anything. I mean, we'll see. We'll see what the devastation looks like. Right. afterwards. All right, we're going to take another break, Sylvie. We'll be back with sure. everybody in a few minutes. Stay I'll play tuned. some orders in the meanwhile. Yeah, you go. Do it. <laughs> You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network at www.talkingalternative.com. Now, broadcasting 24 hours a day. Talking Alternative.
Do you run or are ready to open your own business? Hi, I'm Jeremiah Fox. I've been operating and opening small business for the last 25 years, and I'm the host of the new show, The Entrepreneurial Web. Tune in every Friday at noon Eastern time for insights and stories on the nuances of running small business right here on Fridays at noon, talkradio.nyc. Do you love or are you intrigued about New York City and its neighborhoods? I'm Jeff Goodman, host of Rediscovering New York, a weekly show that showcases New York's history and its extraordinary neighborhoods. Every Tuesday live at 7 p.m., we focus on a particular neighborhood and explore its history, its vibe, its feel, and its energy. Tune in live every Tuesday at 7 p.m. on talkradio.nyc. I'm the aptly named host of Tony Martinetti Nonprofit Radio, big nonprofit ideas for the other 95%. Fundraising, board relations, social media, my guests and I cover everything that small and mid-sized shops struggle with. If you have big dreams and a small budget, you have a home at Tony Martinetti Nonprofit Radio. Fridays, 1 to 2 Eastern at TalkingAlternative.com. Talking Alternative Radio, 24 hours a day. Welcome back, everybody. I'm starting to feel like my old self again. This is such a weird beginning. It's such a weird week and beginning to to the show. Last week, I I did my my guest was sick. He was coming back from Vegas, and on Thursday night, he he was like, "I'm sick, man." And I was like, "Dude, stay home." And so I did. I went into the station and did the show alone, like sitting at the desk alone for the first time. And we were taking callers. And uh, oh, by the way, you can call in. The number once again, I can't remember. I'll find it in a few minutes. But <laughs> it was just such an odd, an odd feeling. Um, and, and, you know, just every, like everything else, it keeps just changing and spiraling. And uh, good thing I do jujitsu because we do, we always talk about this thing called the jujitsu spiral where you just, you never finish. <laughs> you never win and you never lose. You just keep going and going. And that's what this feels like. But, yeah, I had no, uh, had absolutely no humor at the beginning of the show. And now I feel like my goofy ass old self. So once there again, you're go. listening to <laughs> Entrepreneurial Web. I'm your host, Jeremiah Fox, here with my guest, Sylvie Bertrand. The number is 212-721-8183. Call in, ask us questions, give us your testimonials, give us a hard time. So like every day is kind of like this for me since I guess since Tuesday where I wake up in the morning just with knots in my stomach and I'm just like, what the fuck? What are we going to do? You've been sleeping, actually been sleeping up and down, off and on. I mean, last night was good and the night before, but I almost out of like pure exhaustion. So yesterday, you know, I was at the wine store early in the morning doing reports and packing up cases. People are texting me, hey, can you get me a case? Because it's like the store is really busy. Stuff's getting plucked off the shelves before it even lands. You know, people are opening boxes on the floor and ripping stuff out of it. And but there's there's older people in the neighborhood who are afraid to come in, which they you know is is totally legit. And to be honest, like I'm not upset at all that we were asked to close to the public. Like none of this is as far as a health concern is bothering right. me. Right. Like That's my right. utmost priority is the is people. You know. Um, so people, you know, I've had a few older people that I know very well, they were my neighbors, like I'm trying to get, work this out, but they're busy in there. They can't take my phone call. So I'm in there like packing cases up. Then I had to go to the food co-op in, in the afternoon. We got a delivery there. We're, same thing. We're trying to get stuff on the shelves and people are pulling an office as soon as we get it up. I mean, I was at the restaurant from 4.30 to 9.30 and then back to the wine store to close it up. So by the end of the night, like last night, I was like, I was just shot. And I actually, actually slept last night, but I've been waking up just with this sense of like, I have no fucking idea what to do. But as I get out and I see people and I see commerce and I see signs of life and normalcy, 
then I, I feel better. Like by the end of the night, I go to bed kind of easy because it's it's like, okay, we're not all dead, <laughs> you know, right. and, and, and people are still, and then it's also, you know, the conversations I'm having with people <clears throat> in, like in the street. Um, and, and you were saying it earlier, how, how the, the local support uh, has been super, it's almost like overwhelming, right? There's been a right. couple of times where I like wanted to tear up where I was just like, oh my God, this is amazing. Like, I, mm-hmm. I didn't know you felt this way, you know? Right. No, it's very helpful because, you, you know, you need to have that for sure. You, you know, the sense that it did matter and you still matter. Yeah. But to speak to the health, I mean, also, and I, we, <clears throat> I'm more, I mean, I want us to be able to do what we're doing, right? And, yeah. We, so that's why we have this system where people cannot enter. And I felt bad. Like yesterday, I was trying to make sure that no two people would come at the same time into our right. lobby and and start to find myself in the pol- police role almost. Like, no, yeah, you're yeah. outside. You come in. What's your order? Okay, here's your food. You know, you <laughs> yeah. we, we had to do that at the food co-op where we were only letting mm-hmm. five people, workers included, in at a time. So most of the time, it left only two people shopping and everybody okay. had to wait outside. And I mean, that's a member, you know, a member owned store. So people like they kind of get it, but you could sense people were, were getting frustrated. But like you go into the, the grocery stores and there's just like 150 people crowded in and the stores here. Yeah. So it's not like, you know, the suburbs right. where there are these massive stores. There's like tons of people in there. But, but yeah, at Della, nobody's even interested in really coming in. <laughs> like they just stay. I've been propping the door open. I've seen you guys had your door open, too. I just leave the door open. And like it's great because we get fresh air, which is really important. Oh, it's good because uh, nobody's using the handle too. Right? Yeah, so exactly that. And think, you know, thank God it's like finally starting to show signs of spring. I mean, it's supposed to be seventy later today, so we can do that and be comfortable and not freeze our right. asses off. Um, but most people are like they just stay like outside. I'm, I've been trying to take a, a lot of payments over the phone, so they don't even have to come in and give me their card. Um, and just really trying to to reduce the you know, yeah. reduce the friction and the, and the interaction. But like, people are like, I'm just going to wait out here. And I like come out and set the bags on the sidewalk. It's like, you know, the, the worst case before was like, oh, don't put your bag on the subway floor. And like, now <laughs> it's, like, <laughs> you're like, it's fine. You can put it on the ground. It's right. no problem. Doesn't matter. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see um, how we're all going to adapt to what we have to do, you know? Yeah. And, and you said something else a moment ago where you were talking about how, when when people tell you you know how they how they they feel about your business and about your your involvement in a community that you hadn't quite heard before especially from that person like you know there's those people that you know they're like your your people and you're like of course but when other people are coming up and saying it now like people i didn't really have a connection with that's giving me so much more confidence and making me feel better at the end of the day to get up and do it again and you know i was saying at the beginning like we have to have that confidence we have to have that that thick skin because we often travel these paths mm-hmm. that are not traveled and not well lit. And uh, right. if, if you're, if you're getting morally defeated, I think that's the beginning of, of your decline is when, right. when it hits the mental, like I, you know, our bodies will often adapt right. and, and, and work it out and, you know, we modify, but uh, if, if you kill the morale, well, what's going to be left, you know? So we need those, we need those reminders daily, like, you're yeah, to keep it. going in small ways is, is helping yeah. the morale, right? The normalcy, even if it's a whole different type of normalcy. Yeah. Um, I don't think that's going else. away. <laughs> yeah. So that, that, that helps because I was way more flipped out Monday. Monday is the, you know, the day they shut down yeah. the in, in, in on-premise eating at 8 right. o'clock, right? We all had to right. close. And that was, to me, like such an unimaginable thing to, to, to prepare yeah. for. Like I'm going to shut down, you know, and I don't know yeah. for how long. I mean, we flip back when we close for Thanksgiving day. Right. We're I know, exactly. <laughs> we used, we know everything that comes the same day every, you know, every year. And we're always like, oh my God, this is the week we're going to close one day. We're going to make yeah. way less money and, and struggle the week after, you know? Yeah, of course. So I was so anxious about it. And, you know, now, I mean, I was even thinking, I'm just going to close down and get the hell, get, get out, you know, leave somewhere. And I've, we still do this. We'll see. But, you know, for now, having to do this has actually been helpful in yeah. creating this sense of, like, um, you keep going and uh, to to temper the panic, I guess. Yeah. But you don't want to veer too much into being complacent either, right? So it's the right, right balance between the two where you're not panicking, but you're also aware of the real numbers and facts. And, and, and honestly, I, I like being out in it and, and seeing it 
head on. I mean, you and I, like I was saying yesterday, I mean, there are days where I'm in contact with a couple hundred people every yeah. day. You know, it's yeah. not, I'm not like incubated in my house. I'm out like in multiple businesses, yeah, of course. you know, yeah. exchanging cash. I mean, my hands right. are, when I used to cook, you know, my hands would always be dry from being in the bleach and washing my hands all the time, but I haven't, I haven't lived that life for a while. My hands hurt so bad. <laughs> you put lotion on at night. I'm like, <laughs> I remember this. And another thing, you know, I, I, it's just pulling all my resources. Like I was, I was, I was telling a couple of people yesterday, I worked for this guy. I, have you done like uh, primarily takeout operations before? Or is this? No, this is no. I always have done like may, way more like a bar, restaurant, yeah. eating in, taking care of like you know, hosting. You know. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I I, I ran <laughs> some places when I was young that did like fifty fifty, where like it was a busy dining room, but the takeout was such a huge component of the business. Um, and I you know I managed the dining room, but I also at times managed the uh, the takeout. But I was like nineteen years old, you know, and and haven't done it since then. And and I remember the guy I worked for then because he opened a bunch of locations. We're still really good friends. Um, and you know I used to bitch and moan about it back then. And he would say to me one day, "This is going to help you out. I know you don't love this right have. now." And yeah. I was like, "That was like twenty five years ago." And last night I was like, "Oh my god, I want to give that guy a hug right now. I can't because it's social distancing." But <laughs> it was so, it was so true. It's just like making me. It's making me you know, pull up memories and, and skills that, that I had long since kind of put aside um, just just to clip another day, you know, yeah. just to turn the key like one more day. It's, you have to create a whole new system for it, right? I yeah. was here with Gregory. We're both together because we've been doing right. it ourselves because we can't right. afford to have anybody else. So we have right. two cooks. Pizza oh, forget guy. about money right now, right? I yeah, mean, it's money is like, just about just not losing too much money so that when we come on the other side of it, it's easier to, to, right. to, to be there, right? And, and we're and both the, doing it and we were both like, we had no system and it was just yeah, like yeah. people's, you know, it was just, it was kind of funny, but also very stressful yeah. to deal with this whole new way of, of doing well, business. Right now I'm doing it alone. I've got my, my two cooks here. And, you know, one of them is always available to just run a delivery right here. If it's just super local, I can just send them out. But I'm, I mean, for the last two nights, I've been answering the phones. We actually made it. I've been making like 25 drinks a night. So I'm answering <laughs> the phones. I'm bagging everything yeah. up. I am the system and I'm bartending. And then people are like walking by and wanting to talk like, hey, what's right. up? And I'm just like, hi, how are you? <laughs> you know, like I got so much going on. I mean, I love that kind of cacophony anyways. But again, it goes back to like, all the different things that I've had to do in the industry, you know, that, that I hated at the time, but it tested me in a way that now it's like, okay, I can do that and continue to be like the owner and right. you know deal with, with that stuff. But for us, we're really just, you know, trying to leave a little bit of money in the bank for when this is all done, because we have to, you know, if we're going to open back up, it's not free. First day is not free, right? <laughs> you got to no, like, you got to put all that cash free. up up front. Right. But to take care of the guys that, I mean, my two, my two main, my, my chef and my sous chef, they've been with us since day zero, you know, and uh, they don't have a backup, you know, no. they don't have anything else to go to. And, no. and no. they're, they're like my, they're my, they're my fire right now. They're my motivation. And they, you know, both of them grew up in really, really dire circumstances. So for them, they're like, oh, this is nothing. And I'm just like, God, I love your, <laughs> your just enthusiasm. Cause I'm like, I'm like fighting to, to, you know, like talking myself off the bridge basically right. every morning. Cause right. It would be well, something be else that we have to take in you know, a small business owner. We have, you know, if, some employees that yeah, totally depend on that yeah, business for the, you know, we, as we are going, you know, we live paycheck to paycheck as owners in a, and for small, small business, that's yeah. really is the truth. Yeah. Um, it's of course, even more so for everybody who works, you know, yeah. in the kitchen and these guys are, you know, are going to really struggle. I mean, that's why I'm sorry about that industry. I want that industry to survive is that I know yeah. so many people who depends on it. I mean, they're, oh and they're God. amazing at it too. You know, that's their skill. They're skilled right. chef and cooks and dishwasher. It doesn't matter. I mean, they're really good at it. Yeah. And uh, you want those business to be around and to stick around or to be around on the other side. If you have to all shut yeah. down so that right. They, right. They, they can, you know. They all right. We're going to take one more short break. We'll be back in a few. Thanks for listening, everybody. All right. Talking Alternative Radio. 
24 hours a day. I'm the aptly named host of Tony Martinetti Nonprofit Radio. Big nonprofit ideas for the other 95%. Fundraising, board relations, social media. My guests and I cover everything that small and mid-sized shops struggle with. If you have big dreams and a small budget, you have a home at Tony Martinetti Nonprofit Radio. Fridays, 1 to 2 Eastern at TalkingAlternative.com. Are you a conscious co-creator? Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness? I'm Sam Leibowitz, your Conscious Consultant, and on my show, The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, we will touch upon all these topics and more. Listen live at our new time on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time. That's The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, Thursdays, 12 noon on talkradio.nyc. TalkingAlternative.com I don't see you anymore, but I see you on this. I'm hiding. (laughs) Welcome back, everybody. Once again, you're listening to the Entrepreneurial Web. I'm your host, Jeremiah Fox, here with Sylvie Bertrand, owner of Le Padoc. And we are are trying to figure this shit out, right? Every day we wake up and think, okay, what can I do today to kind of help? Us help, you know, us meaning all of us, or yeah. us, the paddock, or the wait staff, or the cooks, or you know, anything. Everybody help and my ourselves. bank account, you and know. Ourselves. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, what, what I've been saying to people because people are like, Man, I'm gonna come in, I'm gonna support you, we'll buy dinner once a week. And I'm like, Great, just I love your enthusiasm, and I'm, I'm just trying to be very clear with everybody and say, What I want you to do is pick the five businesses you love the most in this neighborhood and patronize them a little throughout this whole time and tell your five closest friends to do the same thing. Cause that's how, if we have to do this alone, I'm expecting nothing to be honest. Like they're like, Oh, you can get a 0% interest loan. I'm like, that's not going to help. I'll be paying it off for five years. I won't make any money. And by that point, shit, there could be another one of these crises. And then we're like, no, no, no. That's the best example of how the help that's coming from. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Not realistic at all. It's like, here's money for you to pay your employees where you're close. And then when you, when you open again, if you do, you have to pay that back. So that means you have double payroll when you're yeah, exactly. And we can exactly. barely make one payroll. As exactly. It is. Otherwise, I would pay everybody double already. You know, it's right. like just not logical. So that's right. frustrating for sure. Yeah. So that, that's been my, my conversation with people just to be clear on how like, you know, I'm like basically pick what you want to be around when this is all done. <laughs> And, it's and, almost though like like a survival show like on the it island. is this is totally survival that's the thing that we have to be clear about is like this isn't this isn't so like you and i make money because that's gone that's a given right? that's like, not gonna happen no yeah, that's, that's but gone. as restaurant owners like we're used to going three months without making money that that definitely happens at times but uh but this is this is like what you want to see around here when this is all done, like you need to pick those businesses. And I and I say to people, like, if you don't have the means, if you're a freelancer or whatever, and you just lost like all your work for six months, stay at home. Don't, don't patronize us. Like we don't, we don't need you to suffer for us to survive. It's not about that. But there are people that are situated in a way that could, and they can tell their friends who are situated in a way that could. And, and it's like, it's really on, it's, it's not hundred percent on them. Cause I don't want, I don't want people to walk around with that pressure. And that's what I've tried to convey is like, don't take, don't take, don't try to carry the weight of all this on your shoulders. Like that's not, that's because you're going to burn out, you know, that's going to get exhausted and boring right. <laughs> soon, you know, like that, you don't want that. We need to, I think diversifying a little bit. It's like the Ray Dalio approach. Do you know Ray Dalio? Are you familiar with him? No, he's a very interesting thinker. You should, you should okay. check up on him. Yeah. No. He's got some, 
he's like a you know i guess hedge hedge fund guy or something like that but he's got a he's got an interesting approach and uh i, I listen to stuff he says from time to time but he's always about like spreading it around you have to have like super stable things and then then you can play a little bit you know because right. something's going to come and go like i'd love to hear what he's saying right now <laughs> you know because it's shit. you could invite him for your show for next week next uh week. ray you gotta have like a billion dollars to get in a room with him not gonna happen <laughs> i got a billion loves ray what about that <laughs> i got a billion hearts <laughs> so you. yeah what else what else do you want to, to share with, you know, a lot of people, especially in this community, will hear this. What else do you want to say? What's, what's on well, your mind? Well, I want to stay safe, of course. And yeah. um, I, know, I know that people are working remotely and I'm, it's, it's, I'm so happy for them. And they're, as you were saying, people who, you know, don't have a job now should just, they, they're struggling and surviving, trying to find a way to make a living. In fact, I will make you some food if it's that bad. Like I want to, if there's a way to help people as well we'll see how we can i I mean we'll see what we can do eventually yeah um i'm i'm i want people to to be aware of of a small business in general and you know there are you're going to see across your social media some petition i know they're not we don't know if it's going to work any petition may work or not but i think like you were saying earlier like creating awareness of the world we are in in terms of small business and, you know, pulling the curtain and being transparent about yeah. what it is that we have to do to, to survive can only be helpful. And, you know, if there's any kind of more, more awareness of that, I would really appreciate that because maybe, maybe it will change the way uh, the big shots are thinking about how to help us. You know, I doubt <laughs> it, but it can no, I'm not relying you know, on that. But, not but, holding but, my breath, that's for sure, because I'll be dead before Right. I'm, I'm thinking more in a way of how can we help ourselves? How can we help each other? Because there is where we might not be able to, you know, change oil prices or right. uh, fix the environment. There are a lot of things we can do more at the local level. Uh, right. You know, the one of the reasons why you open your own, own business is to, you know, you play a little part in your own destiny, right? And this is no different. Um, We're just folding more people. I did speak to uh, a lawyer yesterday um, who is participating in, he's been a tenants rights activist and lawyer for uh, many, many decades. And he's participating in a, a, a town hall today, a virtual town hall. They're addressing first private property owners. Like if you live in your home, um, mortgage not you know not forgiveness like oh you don't have to pay a mortgage no they're way for three months yeah delaying it and then and then the next uh attack would be for um renters and and you know they're trying to fold in some uh something for business owners as well uh in that time but it it seems like it seems like people that own buildings they're not going to be messed with you know, if like you own a building, but you just rent everything out that the moment there's no, there's nothing on the table. So that would apply to anybody that's, that rents an apartment in a building that your landlord doesn't live in. If it's not like a private home and you live mm-hmm. there and your landlord rents half of it to you or whatever. And then of course, all commercial, there's, there's been no talk of any sort of kind of relief on that regard, but it's early. I mean, the one thing I know we can't do is panic and start making decisions heavy decisions now, heavy commitments, because nobody knows. Nobody knows what the yeah, And we're just happen. trying to, we're so, I mean, I'm, I'm not, I don't know about you, but we're so caught up since Monday in just the basic survival of doing yeah. what we need to do. Like it takes the whole day just to stay informed, read the news, uh, right. read all the emails, resources, look for resources, talk to yeah. your whole staff, talk to people around you and that, and, and then open for business and try to do everything. Right. right. <laughs> and <laughs> smile. <just> <laughs> It's really, um, I'm still just basically at that survival level still. I think it's yeah. only four days. Right. And also the uncertainty is really, you know, difficult because you can't really plan anything in a way. Who knows? Yeah. You know, I'm not going to order tons and tons of food if I don't know for sure I'm going to do delivery for the next nope. you know. So I mean, we're using the dry goods we have and selling the wine we have. And I'm, yeah. you know, for now. So it's really basic still and hopefully within a few days we'll know more and then yeah. we can start to think more as a community what can be done you know yeah now i'm trying to assess things in five-day increments 
and wow. see how the flow yeah. is going, you know, like, yeah. I'm like, okay, I'll give it five days. And if after that five days, it's like, okay, we can keep going. I'll give it five more. And if there's right. a point where it's just like, this isn't working or where the government says you must stop, then obviously we'll, we'll assess then and, right. and see, see, you know, what, <laughs> I Hopefully. think New York City won't be the only city in the, on the right. planet where at the <laughs> you end, can still get a pizza. <laughs> pizza will still be considered essential. Bensonhurst, where are you at? We need you to be like, what the fuck, man? Can't get a pie? <gasps> Seriously, get out the baseball <gasps> bats, guys. Yeah, man. It's time it's to do not it. just pizza. It's everyone. No, nah, I know. Pizza. I know. We have some. It's not. It's, it's the basic, like, you no, know, New Yorkers have small kitchen, they have Seriously. small cupboards. Most of them don't know how to really cook that great. And, um, you know, and it's cramped. You know, families yeah. are cramped and it's, they, yeah. they, it's just going to need to have that essential service. So we're going to have to wrap up. Can you tell people how they can uh, contact your business for, for some food real quick before we close out? Well, you can call us at, uh, oh, my God. You're cutting you don't know the here. phone number? <laughs> oh 718. Uh, I'm not sure. Fourth, I don't know my phone number. ThePaddockBrooklyn.com is the um, website. You can, um, you know, buy a gift certificate there if you want to. You can follow us on social media. Uh, every day we post the, the new thing we're doing. If there's something right. new, we prefer it, you know, call in for, for takeout orders. Right. It's, it's more for us. And we're doing our best. And we love the support we've been getting. And it's giving us a lot of hope, you know, considering the situation. So we really yeah. appreciate it. Well, I've always enjoyed seeing you. Never before has have I wanted to see you more. I, know, <laughs> I want to see good. you every day. I want to <laughs> pass by you because that's that sign of life. So hopefully, I mean, we'll probably see each other in a minute. It's I'm weird sure. This yeah, we can street, talk but... like like life on each sidewalk. Yeah. But thank you for inviting me and no, us, I... the paddock, you know, and um, it's, it's a great moment for us. Too. Yeah, I, re- I really appreciate you and thank you for everything. Thank you. All right, everybody, enjoy your weekend. Stay healthy, stay safe. Uh, This will be the norm for now. Uh, Stay tuned for more. You're listening to the Entrepreneurial Web. Peace out. Talking Alternative Radio, 24 hours a day. Do you run or are ready to open your own business? Hi, I'm Jeremiah Fox. I've been operating and opening small business for the last 25 years, and I'm the host of the new show, The Entrepreneurial Web. Tune in every Friday at noon Eastern time for insights and stories on the nuances of running small business right here on Fridays at noon, talkradio.nyc. I'm the aptly named host of Tony Martinetti Nonprofit Radio, big nonprofit ideas for the other 95%. Fundraising, board relations, social media, my guests and I cover everything that small and mid-sized shops struggle with. If you have big dreams and a small budget, you have a home at Tony Martinetti Nonprofit Radio. Fridays, 1 to 2 Eastern at TalkingAlternative.com. Hey, all you crazy listeners, looking to boost your business? Why not advertise on Talking Alternative with very reasonable rates? Interested? Simply email at info at TalkingAlternative.com. Are you a conscious co-creator? Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness? I'm Sam Leibowitz, your Conscious Consultant, and on my show, The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, we will touch upon all these topics and more. Listen live at our new time on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time. That's The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, Thursdays, 12 noon on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network at www.talkingalternative.com. Now, broadcasting 24 hours a day. Talking Alternative. Do you love or are you intrigued about New York City and its neighborhoods? 
I'm Jeff Goodman, host of Rediscovering New York, a weekly show that showcases New York's history and its extraordinary neighborhoods. Every Tuesday live at 7 p.m., we focus on a particular neighborhood and explore its history, its vibe, its feel, and its energy. Tune in live every Tuesday at 7 p.m. on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. 